to all of my early morning risers. This is for you, coffee lovers. Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottle frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy your groceries. That depression hit like, I was I was ready to go. Like, I, I, I didn't want to be here no more, bro. Behind the mask. When I was done football, I was so depressed because I was like, I was at number nine at the time on sacks, and I knew I wasn't playing no more. I needed eight sacks. I had 15 games to get eight sacks. So I was just depressed. And when I said I got depressed, it was not going nowhere. And I and and even even like when I came back and I got that concussion and they told me I was bleeding on both sides of my brain, that depression hit like I was I was ready to go. Like I I didn't want to be here no more, bro. I did things like I did a lot of self mutilation. I used to hit my head against the wall and stuff. Cause they said if I get hit in the head again, I might die. I was bleeding on both sides of my brain. I used to do stuff on purpose to try to hurt myself, man. Like I, I did like all kind of crazy stuff, and I never knew why I was doing it. Bro, I would wake up. Let's say if I came to your house one day, yeah, I come to your house. Next thing you know, you might see me in somebody else's house. Like literally, like I might be at your next door neighbor house, sleep on the porch or something, and you'd be like, "What's going on?" I woke up. I woke up on a peach tree one day, and a cop woke me up, said, "Mr. Abraham, you all right?" I said, "Yeah." So I, I didn't know how I got there on everything, bro. Like. So my life was like that for the first two or three years. Like, I, I literally, and I told you I had that seizure when I was out one time, and I don't even know how I woke up, bam, dead. I was like, I wasn't drinking or nothing at the time, but it was just like I couldn't get right. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be around people. And, and if I did, like, I would be the kind of person that we was out, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'll tell people to shut the fuck up, and they ain't even saying that. Or, like, if it's loud in the club, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all come. I said, man, I was just, like, it, everything triggered me, bro. I was bro, triggered Being everything. out with you, people was scared of you, man. Yeah. Like being out with you, there were there were times when we were out, and I and I kid you not, where people would be like, too, why you with John? I was like, that's my man. He's like, yo, I'm scared of this man. I'm like, he ain't gonna do nothing to you. But that that's the But no, I get it though. And I couldn't control it. Like, so I had to stop going out. I had to like literally stop going places because I couldn't control like my anger. And I'm only talking about it now because I couldn't control it. And and people think that, oh, John's that kind of guy. You knew me before all this stuff was probably off. No, I wasn't even that kind of guy. Yeah. Like I never used to fight. I never was like, I'll be you might see me out, I'll be just chilling, like, you know, you da, 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 have a drink or something like that. But bro, my stuff got so bad and I felt like everybody around me wanted to do something to me. Like for no reason. Like I, like, dude, like for no reason. And I couldn't control it, bro. And then I would go home and do the same thing to myself. So a lot it. of this just just the trauma. Uh, I don't know, man. I honestly, you, you know, you know, you, I try not to say it's that, but it, it had to be. Like looking back now, being of rational mind and stuff, and you know, people saying because doctor always told me, John, you gotta let it heal. Like you gotta let it heal. You need to do this. You need that. Don't drink. Don't do this. The worst thing to tell a black man is to don't do something. Without the- how many times they call they told them cats not to smoke weed. Them cats was <laughs> like yeah. how many times they tell us not to do this. With don't wear this right here. Don't do this. You tell a black man not to do something like, you know, I'm like, man, if I'm going out, I'm going on my own accord. 
you know, because I wasn't planning on being here that long. So I'm like, I'm going out on my own accord. I'm going to go party. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I gave up on life, man. I literally gave up on life. And, I, and like, all this is just retractions of what I'm looking back at. It's nothing I could tell you then. There's nothing you could have told me at the time that told me what I wasn't doing was rational. Yeah. You couldn't tell me, like, me going out here getting drunk and driving, like, and doing all this stuff was, was, was not right. You couldn't tell me me walking from the club all the way home wasn't sensible. Stuff I've did, like, I've had people, I left the club in South Carolina and walked home, and it's about five, six miles, walk home in some red bottoms, so if you know how red bottoms hurt your feet, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I promise you, I had people driving up to me, asking me. I remember I woke up on the side of a ditch one time. Like, I woke up, like, literally in South Carolina on the side of a ditch. I don't know how I got there. Only thing I know, I woke up and I was on the side of a ditch. And so it got to a certain point. I, I was like, man, I don't, you know, don't want to be like this no more. And I couldn't stop it, though. Like, I couldn't stop what I was doing, man. Like, like think about you go to sleep someplace and wake up someplace else. That's scary along mm-hmm. yeah. by and, itself. Yeah, and, and then it got to a certain point. I had to have somebody over there. So then the then the sex got worse. So it almost became an addiction because I needed somebody at the house with me. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying? Because I, I needed somebody there because I didn't know what I was going to do that night. But if I got somebody laying by me, like this ain't got nothing to do with love. This ain't got nothing to do with passion. This ain't got nothing. But just having someone there just in case something go wrong. You know how many times I had friends would just be like, they give up on me. They gave up. And I get why because... I couldn't, like, think about it. If you got a guy that ain't slept for four days and you just like, you going to eat today? I don't know. You going to do this today? I don't know. And this is all from stuff that people telling me. Like, some yeah. stuff I remember. Because I was telling y'all about the dreams I used to have. And, like, it was some weird stuff and I couldn't control it. I told you, I was playing football all until 2020. I told you that. I was still playing football. I still was waking up in the morning, like, like, Ready to go. Yeah, like sweating and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And then it got to a certain point. I didn't even want people around me because I was scared of what I might do to someone. Like, not females. I wasn't scared of females. I, I, I just couldn't hit a female. That's, that's ain't in our repertoire. You know, we can't do that. But, like, anytime I have a homeboy or something like that, yeah. you know, like, I can go down the list and tell you how many people I had to apologize for. I, I, I don't wrote so many notes because, you know, notes are way more personal. I write notes and I, I send them to people. And I tell them, like, you know, sorry for what I did, da 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 I tell them how, how, you know, they're valuable in my life and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff I had to do to repair stuff. And a lot of people I just had to stop worrying about. A lot of people I couldn't repair the stuff I did. And, and you know, so it, it, you got to forgive yourself. And I've been forgiving myself the last two years. You know, so it's been tough. And, and I wish I had more stories, which I really do. But I think it's more for other people to tell. And, like, when I, when I see people that I've been with in the past and they say, man, you, you, you're doing so well now, man. You look so good, bro. You, yeah, you look like that's yourself. That's what I said last night. Like, yeah. like I think, um, sorry. <laughs> I think when my mom told me, when I got into, um, sorry. Hold on. Sorry. When my mom, they put me in the University of South Carolina Hall of Fame, right? And my mom said, you know what? All that football, all that other stuff, that's the first time I'm proud of you, son. Because you, you being a man, you doing your stuff. I was like, damn. And, and for me, for all that shit I did, and my mom to tell me that, like, bro, like, it was tough because I was working my ass off to be, like, something for somebody. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she's like, I just want to see you happy. And, like, when you, I used to play football. I always thought you were just mad. I always thought you was just, like, wanting to hurt people or hurt yourself. And it used to scare me. 
And she said, but seeing you up here talking like this and being sober for like a year at the time, she was like, I'm so proud of you. And that made me like, that gave me an extra push to be the person I am now. Yeah. Because like like me and my mom, like I don't think people understand, like we weren't close when I was here. You know, she wasn't a loving mom because she had to work her ass off. So now being a grown man and having kids and having my own life, I see why she couldn't give me that love like she wanted to, but she made sure I had a roof over my head. She made sure I had clothes. She made sure. So a lot of things, that, that's when I hate when I hear people talk about, they, oh man, I ain't came from nothing. Nah, I can't say that. Yeah. I can't disrespect my mom. I don't give a fuck right. how bad it was. You'll never hear me say or write a book about how terrible my life was. For what my mom did from all that work, working in the back of field, working in the cornfield, working in any kind of field she could just to provide for me and my sister, I don't give a damn. I, like, I can't see my story being bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people say, like, every time I think of when I see somebody talking about, oh, I came from the dirt, I came from this. I came from the dirt for the country, but I ain't had no bad life, man. My mom worked her ass off. So when I hear people say that, it, it makes me feel bad because, you know, like, oh, we didn't have this, we didn't have that, man. Y'all had each other and y'all had enough love in that house to get to where you was, man. You got to respect your mom. Like, so I can't say that. Like, you know, as much as I, I be thinking, like, man, we, we didn't have much. Shit, I had my mom. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, no. yeah, like I understand some people literally didn't have moms, didn't have dads, and they was really living in the streets. But I'm like, man, we had a house over our head. We had a house my grandfather bought. My grandfather built that house himself. We had a lot of things. So why am I going to sit here and say that down my mom or try to make her feel bad, talking about how bad it was? I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I see people do that, it kind of bothers me sometimes. Because I'm like, dude, you know, did you ever think about your mom as a person too? She a human too? Sacrifice Do you understand? She She's a yeah. woman at that time in the 70s and Sweet 80s. Boy. In the 70s and 80s. Like, dude, like, I remember my mom. Then, then, bro, then I was a bastard. So, and my mom's a holiness lady. Like I told you, she's a church going lady. So, all the words she had to hear. My mom told me she just had to take pills for depression while she was pregnant for me because of the stuff she used to hear from yeah. people. And people used to talk, and my mom told me, like, the reason why she never let me go anywhere or do anything, she said, I brought you in this world, I'm gonna take care of you. I won't gonna let nobody else say they did it. And I was like, mom, <laughs> you said some real shit. Cause I always be like, man, my wife can't go to their house. She said, I ain't gonna let nobody else take care of you. That was my job. Mm -hmm. I, I made this, so I'm gonna have to take care of you. And I always thought it was like, you know, damn, my mom don't like, she don't da 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 da. And when she said that stuff, and this, this me and my mom talking at 43, because I was, I, was, I was having a conversation with my mom, and she called me a mistake. And I said, Mom, I'm 43 years old. I said, when am I going to start being a mistake? And I had to tell her that. And she, she broke down. She was like, Tony. My mom called me Tony. She was like, Tony, I ain't knew it bothered you. I said, Mom, my whole life I've been a mistake. I'm 43 years old. I got three kids. I did 15 years in the league. I bought you a house. I did all this. And you still call me a mistake. And you don't think that hurt? <laughs> I said, I know you ain't did it on purpose because that's how you grew up and everything, Mom. But I'm like, when am I going to stop being a mistake, Mom? Like, when am I going to stop being a mistake? And she, she, you know, she cried about it. And then she told me, like, Tony, I'll never do that shit again. I said, Mom, look, you can say I was a bad decision. Now, I'll take that. You know, you, say, <laughs> you can say I was a bad decision. But I'm like, you can't, you can't keep calling me a mistake. And because just after I had went to treatment, man, learned that DBT, learned that trauma stuff as kids that we don't really... 
nose trauma. You know, right. it could be something. It could be like a, it could be a different color that you see sometimes, and you acting kind of weird, and you yeah. don't know why. Yeah. And I and, and when she said it, bro, I was like, what the hell? Like something hit me. Like I don't like being called it. Because <laughs> 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 hey, I was like, yeah, that, that, that that's one of those words that yeah. you know. I'm like, dag. I'm like, mom. So like, that's why I couldn't get right when I was younger. That's why I couldn't get right when I was older. Because Everything I did, I felt like it was a mistake. And think about growing with that in your life. And, but, you know, it, people yeah. call you that when you're younger. But, like, that's our generation, though. Right. You don't right. hear people calling their kids mistakes now. Yeah. You can say, you know, we weren't, you weren't playing. That's the yeah. best yeah. thing. Because, yeah. like, none of my kids were playing, but I would never call them mistakes. Right. I would never because God gave them to me. So, you know, I had to go through that whole thing with my mom. So it's a lot of growing and preparation that I had to do that I didn't even know that I was still holding on to. Mm. Like, literally, bro, like, when I, when I told my mom that, bro, it's like, Years ago, yeah. but we didn't talk to our parents like that. Yeah, yeah. Like real we, we talk, we didn't not, we, we, did not talk. We, we didn't feel. Yeah, we didn't yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk to don't. our parents like that, man. Real talk. Yeah, so it was just more so like do's and don'ts. But to see it come around now, full circle. Um, you know, you went through your treatments. You know, you briefly talked about that and and how it brought that kind of brought you back closer to your mom and your family and, and made you realize like some of these things or most of these things that. You know, I just overlooked and I focused on the negative. Like, it really is a big deal, and it really helped you in your re your recovery. I guess, what was the turning point? Uh, well, I think I told y'all my turning point, or the thing that showed me that it was pretty much, I'm done. Like, you know, I had, I had a, it was July 31st, 2020. I was, um, I was out. I was trying to live a life. I was trying to live like I was happy and everything. I went out with some guy I didn't even know. I, and trust me, if you go through my phone, not in my phone now, if you went through my phone then, I had like thousands of numbers of people I ain't never knew, bro. I'm like, John, or it'd be like Kenny, or something like that. I'm looking like, I don't even know who this is. Or, oh, what up, man? I met you last night. You're a good dude. I don't know who this is. So I went out, and then, um, you know, I was in I was in the spot and you, you ever been in the spot but you weren't there. I was literally like in the spot but I wasn't there. So I I I, I was trying to go home and everything, and on my way home I, I I don't know why I remember like flashes of it. But I remember the Uber driver went the wrong way, so I told him to stop, and he stopped like right in front of a a little almost like a, a walkway. It was like a walkway that's right across the street from my house or something like that, and then. Next thing you know, I was walking to my condo, but somebody told me, like, oh, you was on Facebook Live just doing some stupid stuff, talking crazy and stuff like that. I said, I don't remember that. Because I, I seen my sister, and she was just like, you okay? I said, I'm fine. But then we went upstairs. I had the thoughts of suicide again, and, you know, she she helped retrieve me from the balcony. And uh, and I told her, like, just, like, what I usually do is um, I either get under my bed or I lock myself in my closet whenever I feel, like, suicidal at the time. Yeah. I used to always like lock myself in a place or I would do something that or I'll just go downstairs or I'll do something like that. But so I told her to lock me in a car. I said, just lock me in your car. But then um, like I told you, I've been in 1013 a few times. So I told her just to take me to the hospital. I need help. I said, take me to the hospital right now because I can't do it no more. And this is probably like my third, fourth time in 1013. And 1013 is a mental thing. Um, when somebody's mentally going to harm themselves or harm someone else, you put them in 1013 until they can be all right, usually 72 hours or longer, according on how the person's acting. So I went in this time. I went to the hospital, and I was trying to 
I was trying to tell everybody that, and you know, when, when you're in a, a, a certain kind of manic state, you feel like you're the most important person. You don't really think about it. You just want to get out of that state. So I was trying to get out of that state, and um, they weren't really helping me. They, I think they thought I was more drunk than I was, like, mentally just way off, like, just way off. And, and I, I just remember this because I knew that was going to be the day either I go or I stay. So I got into an altercation with one of the ladies, and then I just... I just left, and then um, I guess my mind was, I was looking for a way out, so I saw a cop, he had his back turned, and for me, the light sprang in, like, it was like, ding, oh, this is going to be a cool way to get away from this situation, and nobody would think that I did it on purpose, so I, uh, I went up to the cop, because he had his back turned, I said, okay, I'm just going to act like I'm going to take his gun. Like, nothing in my mind. And, and look, this is what's, this what's fucked up about the whole situation. Everything I was thinking at the time was rational. So that's, that's kind of, I should knew right then that, John, you're fucked up. Because everything I was thinking at the time was super rational. Like, listen to everything I'm saying. Like, nobody thinks this way. Like, nobody thinks this way unless you want to do something. So I went up to him. I um, went for the gun. And, uh... When he turned around, I just fell back. You know, I was just gonna I wasn't gonna try to fight him. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna go out like, you know, this guy was a abusive guy or nothing like that. And and like when I hit the ground, like almost like I'm looking at these lights, I was looking up and I was just like, go ahead, go ahead. And he just he didn't shoot me. Like he didn't shoot me. And when that happened, like I don't know what it was, man, but it's like all the Everything just came out, man. Like everything just came out. I said, I gotta, I gotta get better. Like, I don't care if y'all take me to jail. I don't care if y'all take me to hell. Just take me from this place. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they came and got me, they put me in the bed, and that's when I began my journey, man. So August 1st was my sober day. Um, I'm talking about sober. When I say sober, um, sobriety is more than just alcohol, weed, and everything. I mean, you can be sober from sex. You can be sober from life for a little while. Sometimes you need to be sober from friends. Yeah. Like, you got to take your day and be sober. Like, when I say sobriety, that's what I'm saying. You got to come to your mind to say that I need to change and I want to be a better person. So being sober for me is more than just alcohol. Like, trying to be sober of the negative thoughts I have, trying to be sober of the suicide thoughts. That's the toughest thing for me, man. I have them, like, every day. And people don't believe, like, when I see stuff about suicide, it, it really fucks me up because people think it's so easy. It's not. It's not, man. A lot of people have them shits, man. It's not. It's not as easy as you saying, well, you know, if you want to kill yourself, just do it. Nah, it ain't that easy, bro. You know, I, I, I used to get mad at myself because I couldn't do it. I say, because I used to think about my kids. Damn. But I, I used to think about my mom. I used to think about, like, how people going to view me after this. You know what I mean? Like, am I going to be viewed as a punk? Am I going to be viewed as this? And I'm like, but I don't want to be here. Comfortable, like I can't do this. Like, what can I do? Like, what can I do? I can't stay here, but I can't go, so I'm just gonna stay home. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna stay home. I'm like, that'll be fine. If I stay home, I'm fine. I mean, as many, bro, I'm, I, I piled up an ass of pills. I don't even know what kind of pills it was. That's not crazy. I just piled up an ass of pills. I'm like, fuck. It. I'm just gonna take all these motherfuckers. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Which one killed me? Like, fuck. I said, well, at least I go out and they, they can check my brain and all that stuff. I won't worry about that, you know. Because that's the main reason I didn't jump off my ledge because I was like, if I jump on my ledge, I might fuck my head up and then they can't check my brain. But I'm like, uh, like I'm serious, man. I know it's like, it's fucked up, man. I'm like, shit, but I piled them up and I was like, ooh, I'm going to do it this way. And, you know, then I had to get rid of my knives in my house too. 
I used to have, I used to be a knife connoisseur. I used to love knives. I had to get rid of them too. I'm like, I gotta get rid of them because I used to go to the kitchen. And I'd be like, uh, man, I, I tried to break my own neck, bro. I tried to do some shit like this because I seen it on a movie. God <laughs> damn. Hey man, I tried it all, man. But because I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. Like I didn't want to go out like no punk, man. Like even even with the drinking and driving, like I was, man. I used to close my eyes. I remember one time my sight kind of fucked up now because I stared at the sun while I was driving. Who does that? I Bro, was driving. We, we used to not let you fucking drive. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Like literally, the people wouldn't even let me drive because they were like. Nah, because I didn't care, bro. Like, it was it was the point that, and I don't know what it was. So when I see, I'll tell you about, like, the people I see that didn't make it. And it's a process, man. Like, it really is a process. You got you to gotta give up yourself, man. Like, yeah. like you, can, you can say, I'm doing it for my kids and I'm doing it for this. Man, you got to do it for yourself and you got to believe in yourself. Like, when I started thinking about how hard I worked to get to just be alive. You know, just to stay alive. Like when I was a kid, all this fighting we did, all this stuff. You know, just to just to get a meal and all this stuff I did. You know, going over to the tobacco field. My mom's when I was five years old, going to the kitchen, helping her clean up, like cleaning up schools. You know, walking to school sometimes if I had to, doing all this stuff, all this fight I had. Where the fuck it go? <laughs> like where the fuck did it go, man? Like why why I can't fight no more? You know what I mean? Like so it's a whole nother battle right now. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother battle, and it's and it's tough. That's why, you know, when I talk about like placement in life is really like really different for me now. You know what I'm saying? Like me being here, like if I would have never came out last night, I would have never came out here. So I say everything works for a reason. Cause you know, I, I told y'all, man, I even showed y'all the text I sent my daughter. I said I might stay an hour, I'm be in and out though, but but I ended up staying the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, yeah cause you know, people yeah. always people always ask me now, like. John, what do you do to be happy? I'm like, shit. First thing I do, wake up. I won the day. <laughs> I won the day. I don't got to do yeah. shit else. Hey, another day in paradise. Up. Hey, you can yeah. have, no, I'm dead serious. They're like, what did you, like, what, what, what is your plan? I ain't got no plans. I woke up. Everything else will fall into place, man. Like, let me wake up and wash my ass, and I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm dead ass. So, so, so my whole perspective on life changed. And when I tell everybody I have to simplify, I had to simplify. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't continue to try and be something I did, I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I had to simplify, so I, I got rid of like, because even two said, man, you should have all them cars. I said, bro, I don't need them. <laughs> like, bro, I got me one now. I got one that'll get me from A to B. I don't need it, bro. Like, jewelry and all that stuff. I like to wear them every now and then, but I don't need it. Like, yeah. it's like literally my life now is more of like, what do you need to survive, John, compared to what do you want to do to all this other stuff? Like, I don't need a big house. I got my condo. My condo is beautiful to me now because it's it's a tight space. You give me big space, man. If I stayed in your house, I would. It'd be messed up. Too many options. Too many. Yeah, bro. I'd be throwing shit. I mean, I mean, man, you'd be like, no, nah, I really did. I had to simplify my life. Like even like, bro. Do you understand? Like maybe a month, nah, a month, a couple years ago, I couldn't leave the house because I couldn't choose an outfit. But I was worrying about my mental so much that I, you know, I was like, fuck everything. Like, I literally had to say, fuck everything else. Like, yeah. I like, like, I can't see the kids right now. Yeah. You know, like, Ma, I can't come see you right now. I really got to get my shit together. So a lot of stuff, nope, they want to do this. I can't do it. Mm. I said, just send me to, I went to Colorado, a place called APN. And even if you, if you know anybody that's going through some bullshit, man, like, you'll see CEOs there. You'll see, and there are a lot of NFL players be there, too. They're going to get their permanent in 
tolling permanent stuff. Yeah. I don't think they really take it that serious, man. I was in that bitch. Like the first time I went, I didn't take it serious. That second time though, psh. yeah, I do it. Yeah. Do you, you want to do this time? Yep. I, I was volunteering to do shit. And like everything they were saying, like they, they got something called a trauma egg. You you like draw a big egg and you write stuff about your family and what went on and like who's the patriarch, who's the matriarch. You write stuff down and then you like you write a letter to people, like they give you free writing stuff to do, like like the DBT is the thing, like like it's called mindfulness. Like when I say there's two truths to everything, yeah. You know, like I can say, well, he can say I can say he was shitty. He can say you were shitty, John. So it's like that's his truth and that's my truth. Right. So everybody have their own truth. So when you start looking at people like that and start judging what they think about you mm-hmm. or stuff like that, like like let's say if she don't feel a certain way about me, that's her truth. That's nothing me to be mad about. Like she, that's her feeling. Like I don't give a shit about that. Like I shouldn't care about that. But you know, some people. They internalize stuff like that. Like when yeah. somebody don't like him, or if you feel a certain way, that's how I was with y'all. I was like, man, I can't really be around them no more. They kind of moving up. I'm kind of like this, and especially how I was at that. I didn't want to be around you too. Yeah. Like how I was. That's why you go to the club because I didn't want to be around people because I didn't want y'all to see me like that. I didn't want y'all to see like me on my down part. Right. You get what I'm saying? So it's hard to like because even when you hit me up, I was like, man, yo, yo, text damn near made my whole day when you text me like wow, a couple months ago. I was like, yeah. damn, man. Little shit like that. I'm talking like, man, people don't understand because I had to look at my Facebook. I've been hitting him like since 2018 because he said like, man, you know, you've been hitting me like you're going through stuff. I'm like, shit, I ain't even remember. Yeah. Cool. I hit you something shit about the, uh, it ain't a uh, fat, it's a dad bot. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's a father figure. Father I said, it's not, yeah, it's not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, so, no, nah, it's a lot of stuff that like, People don't even understand, like, little things like that go way farther than before. You know, like, before you'll see somebody text you, and you'll be like, yeah. nah, man, somebody text me, and there's somebody from the past that really knew me, like, as a player or a person. It'd be like, wow, yeah, cool. And that, 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 that little shit right there can make my whole day. Like, I can't, like, like when I said I simplified so much, like, little things are ridiculous now, man. Like, like what I'm doing now ain't shit to me. Like, just being around y'all is bigger than just, like, what I'm saying and stuff. It's just, like, you know, being around people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's small things that I didn't take. I took for granted. I took for granted. You know, I, I wanted to be, like, the richest man in the world. I wanted to be, you know, the best defensive man. I wanted everybody to know me, but I didn't want people to be know me. Like, I didn't want them to know me. Like, I wanted yeah. them just to know, like, know, know my stats, you. know this, know this. Mm-hmm. I, I had no... I never wanted to be a guy that was... Cause I said like growing up in a hole in this house, like bragging and saying you the shit and I'm better than this person. Or I'm this this. They ain't how it rolled in my house. Mm. We was, everybody in my house was just so damn humble. You know what I mean? Like you know how long it took me so long to just to be like when somebody say, "Oh, John, you look nice today." Okay, you know or whatever, whatever. Like people said, take a compliment. Mm. Like even going to a war show, never like I I hated going to the Pro Bowl. Like I love like letting people know, but like actually going and have to be around all y'all. I was like. Let's go to the club and get drunk or something. Like, That's uh, too much work. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want these people to see that I'm a shy person. I don't want these yeah. people to see that I'm not like. I'm not like what I play like. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I drink though, hell, you got the live in it. <laughs> yeah. would, let me ask you this: What would you tell younger players? Oh, it? oh. <laughs> yeah, we keep going. That in. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell the younger players now? who feel like they have it all. You know, the young draft picks, they, they've they reached the highest of the heights, but yet they still feel like that something is missing. 
Um, that's a tough question because it's a different lifestyle um, with the with the internet and um, Instagram and stuff. It's kind of hard to tell somebody to be humble or not. Take advantage of what you have. Mm. I mean, like honestly, become become a more self sufficient person. Don't worry about your ages as much. Don't worry about the creators of your IG page. Do stuff yourself. Like, become your own man so you can, like, document it. Like, if you look at Shaq, I'm not saying Shaq don't got people working for him, but Shaq is his own brand. Mm. So make sure you got your own brand. Do stuff like what Tequila and Toot doing. Like, do stuff for yourself because now you can monetary. I mean, you can monetarily do things yourself. Yeah. You don't have to have someone. If somebody got to come and tell you they can do something for you, they probably can't. Well, that's how it was for us. Yeah. I'm not knowing now. People are very more extensive and stuff like that. But I would definitely say um, be your own boss, be your own mentor, be your own, like learn things. So then like, like, like let's say if you doing this, learn it mm-hmm. and then know it yourself and then you can build on it. Like anything that you can do in the NFL, we have so much free time. All of us should have three degrees by now. Yeah. Like your 10 years, my 15, your 15, dude, you should have got a degree. Four years, four years, four years, four years, four years, four yeah. years. That's yes. like sixteen, but that's like four almost. We should high all school us, count. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you graduate, I'm just saying. That. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying that if you think about the time we spent yeah. going out yeah, partying yeah. and trying to, and this before Instagram, because we had Instagram, I think we would have been doing something more productive. We, I'm saying, I'm just saying it because you would have had more voice. Yeah, you would have had more of a voice. Yeah. You would have mm-hmm. been tooting Reyes. That you would have had a million followers now. Yeah. I would have probably yeah. had a million followers. People would have yeah. saw how it played and they would have got to interact with us. Uh-huh. So it's totally different. So they can take that advantage they have and use it because we didn't have that. And like mostly, our big thing was to stand out of the media. Right. Real talk, right? We ain't like to take pictures. Our big thing was like <laughs> staying out of the media. It was yeah. like, man, I ain't talking to him, but now you can have your own accord. You can say what you want to say and just be just be real with it. And like I'm like even how we sitting here now and 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 look how we're personalized wearing what we want to wear because we can now. Yeah. And people don't understand that. People think because we're older, we're trying to look young. No. We always dress like this. We're yeah. athletes. We wear we wear what can get off easy. Comfortable. <laughs> no, we can get off easy. <laughs> either in the weight room, either right, at home. Right. Hey, whatever we can get off easy. Easy access. So, yeah, we always, come on now. Everybody walked around with them so basketball shorts. So we were doing we were doing the gray sweatpants. Gray sweat. No brawl way before. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, 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 then the joint yeah, shorts. Yeah, what's up, girl? Then then the yeah, yeah. Hey, bro, come on, man. I'll I tell you, man. I, hey, when I went to work out, boy, it was like a, it was a, it was a T. T-shirt and shorts. I ain't had nothing else on but just free balling. You free balling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The girls being there over there, the track girls over there, we always... <laughs> yeah, nah, we, we got to get up at six in the morning. Yeah, it's easy yeah. breezy, man. We had to get in and get out. But like, nah, but that, that, that would be the big thing I would tell them because I know like for me, I shied away from press. Yeah. I have a lot of like, like I, I literally, like that. let me tell you how bad I was at press, man. When I got to Atlanta, there was a guy named Ted Cruz there. I think Ted's yeah. great. Now, I would tell Ted, tell me a day before I got to talk to the media. Like, don't do it right then. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me, like, because I can't talk like that. Like, you got to tell me the day before, and if you can, give me the questions. So I already yeah. know, like, I, I can kind of rehearse it and go through my head because I was so shunned from New York media that I felt like all media hated you. 
Like, I was like, I can't talk. They was trying no, to I didn't talk to none of the media. Like, I stopped talking to them, like, quick, quick. When they said I was, like, the worst person, the most selfish person, I mean, I went and got a hat made, selfish on it. I get it all kind of weird, you know, but, but I'm saying that, like, nah, like, but now, like, no, embrace it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Embrace what you can do. Like I said, I'm so proud of you two guys just because I know both of y'all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes people see like, man, that should have been me, man. Why I can't do it? No, nah, I was like, man, I'm proud of them cats. And when you start being proud of other people's achievements, whether it's way beyond you or small things, man, you'll start living at a better peace in life. Because, you know, there, there's there's so much hate. Like, you see on media, everybody just so much hate, man. Yeah. I'm like, like you see people dying left and right, like rappers dying. And this is it's so much hate. But you don't have to. If I feel like if you eating and you eating, I'm eating. That's why I'm on the show. I'm eating right now. Yeah. Look, think about it. If I didn't know y'all and y'all weren't eating, we probably been eating for real. Like, like you know, yeah, like Houston's right. or yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I'm saying the same time as though, be proud of your friends that make it. And I think like when your friend, you should, you should be more proud. We like when Seymour made it to the Hall of Fame, man. Oh, yeah. I was happy as a. Oh yeah. I was like, man, this is easy. What about that? Well, I said, about yeah. where I'm at though. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hey man, put a word in for you. Bye. Yeah. Hey, you know, so, so real talk. So we, like, like now, I just changed my perspective compared to being envious. Now I just, just prideful. Yeah. Like you know, like I, I actually know that guy. You know, yeah, I know mm -hmm. that guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter be like, yeah, I know him. Mm, yeah. So it's, it's a different situation that I look. I'm happy. Um, happy just being here, man. Like yeah. it's, it's a, it's a weird thing because two years ago y'all talked to me and y'all been like. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, it, I probably been crying the whole time. I probably been like, this, 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 I don't do it today. So it probably been like that. But got having a therapy session in the yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also, I probably wouldn't have been telling you nothing. I probably been really quiet. So you just said no lies, and you wouldn't heard nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no lies. Like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, cause I'd be like, man, you know, everything all right. <laughs> yeah. Like no, John. What else going on? I said everything. All right, cuz what you want? Nah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a different perspective, man. You know, That's trying good. to you know finding a happy place in your life. And like I said, wake up, wash. I'm good. I got gotta remind you though, like you on the all time sack list, thirteenth of all time, with 133.5. Don't forget the half. Don't forget five, the five, half. Maybe five five sacks. So when is is it time for Canton to be calling? How do you how do you feel about that? Because I, I, will, I know we all aspire to go there, but I, I want to hear it from your mouth. You know, it's funny. At first, um, I felt like, nah, I was like, I ain't worried about it. Like, I shouldn't judge myself from that. But um, nah, I think I do. I think um when I look at the stats <clears throat> and when I when I when I cut it down to the games missed, and I know that's the big reason why I'm not there. But I'm saying like 192. 192 games, 133 and a half sacks, averaging third all time. I came from Timsville, South Carolina, small town, population a thousand. Mm. I played one year of high school football, led my college team in sacks all four years. 0-21 went in the first round, 13 pick. Hurt my rookie year. Three Pro Bowls, hurt again. Went to, went to Atlanta, hurt. Made the Pro Bowl, <laughs> hurt. Take them hurts out, you would have nothing to talk about. If you see 15 years and you're saying 40 games, and I'm, my sack was at like .8 a year. So it's .8 a year. Mm. If you put them in the games I played, and you say you add 
those 40 games I missed, three years of football, and we don't even know, like, what them half years would have been. If I could have got those years back, and I know it don't really matter, though. You see that, and you see, and, and I played with some good players, so I'm not knocking the players I played with, but most of the time, I was the guy on the team with the sacks. Right. It, was, it was never, and not I'm, I'm not knocking anybody, because I was in Arizona, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. with Calais when I was in New York, and I was with Sean Ellis, Sean, yeah. but if you look at it, I was always that guy on that team. New York, I made the Pro Bowl. Atlanta, I made the Pro Bowl. Arizona made the Pro Bowl in the end of his career at linebacker. And you're trying to say that that ain't a hell of a career because I never got MVP or I never won a Super Bowl. My teams didn't go to the Super Bowl. And I'm not knocking my teams. I'm just saying I just wasn't blessed. We just stayed in I just went, No, I just wasn't blessed to be on a Super Bowl team. And, and I think I, had, I was on I was with Super Bowl caliber players, obviously, because I played with Matt Ryan. I played with other people that have been in the Super Bowls. I played with other players, but I'm just saying personally, if you look at the resume and you look at third all time in Carl's Fumbles, people don't give Carl's Fumbles enough credit. Yeah, I mean, no, because you got to get to the ball first and you got to get it out. You know, sure. if you watch, like, it's a lot of things that, okay, I know the white Freeney's going. I know Robert Mathis. Mathis is gone. I got more sacks than both of those okay. guys. And, you know, it's, 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 if you look at it and you think about it, if you put the numbers up, like you really just take the name off and you put the numbers up against everybody else, you're like, this dude's a dog. You know what I mean? This dude's a dog. Like, he only played 192. Like, hey, he got 192 games. You know, Pep got like 200-something, like two, mm. maybe 50 or something. And I ain't trying to knock Pep. I love Pep to death. You know, this, so this ain't, this is just comparison when you get yeah. the numbers and everything like that. It's like, and like I told you, eight sacks away from being in the top five at the end of my career if I didn't get hurt that year. You know what I mean? So if you you can say, and you know, I passed LT and I passed DT, but also, you know, DT passed away. So we, and LT was in a different era. So I ain't, you know, so I ain't trying to say none of that. But if you look at the people around me, there's gonna be a lot of people that go. If you just look at the names on that list, period. If you look at the names on the list, it's gonna be a lot of people that go around me, and I know I'm not going to because I never, I wasn't in the media like that. I didn't do, I didn't get the opportunity because the year I should have won MVP, I got hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I can't say I would have won it anyway. But it's a lot of things that you can put on it. Like if you look at my, let me let me ask you this: if and I'm just playing devil's advocate. A lot of guys who had, I once maybe close to a similar career or even played the game for a long time. And if they hear, they could say, well, I was hurt too and missed some games. And I be like, I agree, but did you do 192 and 133? So you're going to say the same thing. Like you can say, I missed these games, but I'm saying I did 192. That's in the books. I'm telling you what I did in the books. Right. So that's 12 years of football. If you look at it, really, that's 12 years of football. 192 is 12 years of football, mm. and that's 133. Right. So you put your numbers up and say the same thing about being hurt, but mm. I ain't saying, I'm talking about just the numbers. That's the numbers. I'm saying if I had that extra stuff, I'm talking about this without the extra stuff. So if you can so put the same number, saying, like, basically, I'm saying, basically I'm saying if you can say, okay, I played 10 years, I had 90 sacks, but I missed 30 games, but you saying your ten years and you had hundred games, you got ninety sacks. I can't knock you. You did, you got you did your thing. Yeah. But if you can say the same thing I'm saying and missing those many games, if you can say that, I'm with you all the time. Now I'm not saying you had a career ending injury that we can't control that. Like because yeah. mine was career ending also. My fifteenth year, I still had something in the tank. My body was perfect then. I was like a little 
Ferrari. I was, I was going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we ain't had no price like that. Yeah. So I'm just saying if they can say the same thing, I have nothing. Like I have no problem with that at all. I'm, not, I'm just saying the if factor. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but if you look at the numbers, just take everything else and just look 192. And think of, think if I retired at 12 years. I'm just saying if you just put it in like, like if I retired at 12 years, like even with like before that season, if I retired 14 years, I would have had 133 and a half sacks. So my average would have looked better for my career. Yeah. So you got to put that in there too. Like if I were retired and didn't play, because I only played one game that, that final year, so I would have had 14 years and 133 and a half. So it still looked better. So so anything yeah. you say yeah. makes sense, but I'm just telling you, like these just numbers are- yeah, what it these, is. Just look yeah. at the numbers. Just, just, I'm saying you can take the games missed out, and you still, they still saying you probable. So, yeah. like, dude, if this dude would have stayed healthy, and I ain't trying to knock that, but I'm saying if this dude would have stayed healthy, his numbers would have been miraculous, which a lot of people can say, and yeah. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, even with even with that, even with that, he still despite talk, it all, you still mm-hmm. talking about this guy can be a Hall of Famer, yeah. like like 13. And when I finished, I was number nine all the time. Yeah, yeah. So all this stuff is, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. So you yeah. can you can bring the other people in, but they better come. Like I could have been a Hall of Famer if I played, but no. What is your numbers now? Like even the numbers like without the games, like this mm-hmm. numbers without the game. I'm not talking about with. Them. I'm just saying like with yeah. the games, it wouldn't have been an option. Y'all couldn't even like. You give me them three years that I missed, yeah. you ain't gonna talk nothing. Yeah, go ahead and put him in there. You know, he gonna get it. He, you know, he ain't won no championship or none of that, but dude, yeah, he got right, right. So, so I'm just saying just off the numbers, and this is the numbers that I have played. Yeah. You feel me? So so And I'm saying I'm saying it like bro, I'm telling you, like it took me a long time to figure it out myself because I thought like, nah, I ain't no Hall of Fame, I ain't worried about it. Like, I know I ain't gonna get it anyway. But I'm looking like, oh rationally thinking, bro. Cause <laughs> no, I'm, I'm third yeah, all the time and calls fumbles, and I mean I didn't play 40-some games. I'm like, what? I'm like, hold on. Like, I keep forgetting that I didn't play. I said, I'm still third all time in anything in life? Bruh, this 25,000 people came through here. Third all time in anything is good. People say that silver medal don't count. (laughs) 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 Shit. You that silver who else played that? Who else had that? Boy, and you saying that, what? I'm like, come on now. I told you, like, some games I came out third, fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, and, and, and now, you know, since I'm done, I kind of wish I had that pad to stat mentality. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I wanted my other, I wanted my other Young teammates to eat. Yeah. No, I, I really did, bro. I used to come out games, like, we beat somebody 40 to something. Like, I had Chauncey Davis behind me. I had, like, people that, I had Paul Carrington. I had guys, like, behind me that I wanted to see them eat, too, because they had to keep their jobs. Like, mm-hmm. I remember Chauncey was making $3 million a year. And I was like, he, he might be on the chopping block. I'm go ahead and play a little bit. Get in the game, man. Get a sack or something. But that's how my mind was set up. Like, yeah. people always talking about, oh, John didn't play all the plays. Man, I had teammates that were still trying to keep jobs. Yeah. So I can stay out there, you know, and be like that. But I was more of like, I want, if, bro, if I got my two sacks out of the way, like, no, go get in the game. Go, get, yeah. go eat. Go eat. I mean, that, that's how it was. Like, yeah. go eat. It had nothing to do with me being hurt or something like that. It was literally because me and my teammates, I had Croy Beer behind me one time. Mm-hmm. I had those, I wanted them guys to eat, bro. This is the league. Like, you can go eat. Shit, I don't know. My, my career could be over anyway. I'm, I got two. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got two sacks already. Get in there and play, man. So that's how it was. You know, like, you know, you know, like I said, I have a mindset now. Oh, I should have did this. I should have did this. Nah, I'm just grateful for what I did now. Now, I'm showing gratitude now compared to before. It was like, man, you know, I used to always beat up myself what I didn't do. Like I told you, I used to watch all my negative film tape. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, it ended up transferring into my life. 
So now I'm like, nah, give gratitude on what you did. Like, the story I'm going to tell, and I know you remember, because I told you this before, that this ain't got nothing to do with anything. I said the best thing to do, not to tell your 10-year-old self something. What would you tell? Why see, wouldn't you? Like, see what your 10-year-old would say about you now as a person. And then you'll know if you made it in life. Your 10-year-old self? My 10-year-old self would look at John Abraham right now. I'm like, man, I'm, I can't wait till I get 44. All the stuff you achieved in life, you was able to take care of your mom. You played in the NFL, so you were professional. For, you got three daughters, three beautiful daughters, 21. I mean, bro, and, and that 10-year-old is not even going to worry about what he got to go through to get to where I'm at now. That 10-year-old will, will fight his ass off to get to 44 and look like how I look now. I'm sexy as hell for 44. Bye. <laughs> I'm so I'm just saying, like, so I literally had to come to my mind and like think of that. Like, I ain't gotta tell myself at 10 nothing. What the 10-year-old gonna say to me? Like, oh my God, that's you? Oh, I'm 6'4. Oh, I'm like 230. Oh, okay. I played in the league. Stop playing. You I bought my mom a house? Bruh. They ain't nothing better than that, man. They ain't nothing I need to tell my 10-year-old self, bro. Only thing I can tell him is get ready for a ride, bro. It's going to be a ride. It's going to be some ups and downs, but we're going to have a good time, man. Because look look where we at right now, bro. You got anything to be mad about. And y'all can say the same thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you ever feeling bad, man, think about when you was 10 years old, sitting there, probably in the same dirty-ass shoes, probably in the house that, you With know. the hole in the bottom about, of it. You know, <laughs> sitting there like, man, I just want to play sports. Man, I just want to do this, man. I just want to do this, and you did everything you everything you really accomplished, everything you wanted to accomplish. You did, yeah. man. I remember when I was little, I wanted a condo so bad. About a year ago, I thought my condo was the worst thing ever. I'm looking like, dude, you living your life, I'm like, bro, you, like you got millions in the bank, cause just cause you don't want to spend the junk. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, so it's so much stuff that. That, that, that's just that's just me now, man. I, I try to live like that. I, I don't have no regrets anymore, man. You know, I, there are a lot of stuff that, you know, we, we, we talk about we can change. There ain't shit you can change now. Yeah. Only thing you can do is make yourself better or live with what you are. But you, you don't have to. Yeah. Like I said, you can get better every day. That's one thing. That's one thing that I almost messed up on. I didn't feel like I had nothing else to give in life. Like what I told y'all, donde estas las maletas? Exactly. I have lost my luggage. I told you, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn Spanish, so they always new things in life that we can learn. But we don't. I was at the point, man. And I'll tell you, man. Hey, cuz when I said, I, hey, bro, I, when I said, when I said, I had, I had lost that. I lost that. I lost that passion for learning. And when you lose that passion for learning, man, you lose that passion for life. Because every day is a, every day is a new adventure, man. Like, like what I will tell you, the first thing, the first win I get every day is waking up, bro. Yeah. Like, wake, just waking up, man. You don't got to wake up and do nothing special, man. You can wake up and look. Your son can call you, ask you a stupid question that makes no sense at all, but you know what to do? Make you smile because mm -hmm. he's he coming to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know how it is when your daughter asks you something? It could be the dumbest question at all. My daughter asked me something about some shoes the other day. Can I get some lamellos? It's just I'm like, yeah, but why the hell you don't know your foot size? I'm like, because <laughs> she got the shoes and everything. They size eight. I might need a size eight and a half. You didn't know that before. You had it. You, you was wearing an eight last, last year, year, so your feet yeah. grow. Well, no, I'm just gonna try to ride. I'm like, you know what? I love you. I love this shit, man. I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm here to even even put up with this. Now I get to pick her up from school after she yeah. do her training and everything. So it's small things like that. You know what I'm saying? That would change your life. And we like for my thing was I was looking for so much bigger compared to piecing up small things and building myself back up.
Yeah. That's what you got to do. It, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't a quick fix. It ain't like you, because I, I literally was going every day like, when, God, when are you going to take this off me? God, when are you going to take this off me? He knocked me on the head. How the hell you got here? You didn't get here from fucking waiting. You got your ass up. You moved around. You talked to people. You went to practice. You did this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you made your money. You didn't make your money. And I ain't talking about money like this kind of money. I'm talking money, man. You made your money. You made your money by doing stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. You, did not, you did not get to be John Abraham, Tony from my family. You did not get to be this man by sitting around waiting and, and, and praying to God every day to give me something to help. No, you prayed for it, and then you went and did it. It wasn't an easy thing. Like, you, you had distractions. Bro, bro, distractions left and right. Like, when I think about it now, man, distractions left and right always stayed on that line. Yeah. We ain't had nobody. Like, people can say you had coaches and you had this. No, nah, that, that, was, that was a center of gravity for us. We were centered in doing something special in our life, and we, we, we conquered that. And once you lose that sensibility of that conqueror, because, like, most people want to conquer asses. We ain't worrying about that no more. We too old for that. Y'all can have all the women in Atlanta. We good. We done sitting there, been there. Y'all can conquer everything y'all want. We trying to conquer life now, man. We trying to conquer stuff that we, we we never knew. You never knew you was going to be in front of a mic like this. No, no. No, but it's, it's different stuff that we have to achieve that we have to put in our mind. And you, We literally can do Whatever any fucking thing we want to do, man. You literally can do anything. I don't care if you're bad at it. You ain't going to feel bad unless you don't try. Yeah. That's just, that's just real shit. No, you don't feel bad. Like, how many times you did something, man? I could have got that girl. Dang, I didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go home. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, hey, how many times? But that, that's just like irremorse. Now it's more like, man, yeah. like, let me, let me, let me, uh, because I'm proud. I'm proud of the father you are, and I'm proud of yeah. the father you are also, man. Because when I see, when I walked in and I seen the picture of you and your daughter together, man, that shit almost made me cry, man. People don't know how um, sensitive it is to be a black father, and especially. Raising girls, yeah, yeah, like yeah. because it's so much out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got three of them, and my oldest daughter is is gay, but she is like my dog. Yeah. She is like her. You know what I'm saying? She cool as hell, mm-hmm. but it's still a girl. Yeah, you know what I mean? She's still my girl. Yeah, she still is yeah. my blood. Like everything that goes on, and I'm so proud now that God gave me so many so called challenges because they ain't fucking challenges. Mm-hmm. He gave them to me for a reason. What they say? God never put too much on your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He never gave yeah, much to you handle. You always feel like, oh man, God, why I'm going to do it? I'm like, man, let me just work through this shit. You know, like, like mentally, like we just we, we get, and I can say, I told people this too, then it might not have been for y'all. I got so dependent on people from being in college and being in the profession that I I, I didn't really have to depend on myself. Because think about it, in college, they tell you to go to class, they tell you to do this, they tell you to do this, you do this, they give you your food, they give you the in the league, you have somebody manage your money, you have an agent doing mm-hmm. this. I got so dependent on everybody, I couldn't be dependent on myself. Yeah. And that's what messed me up. And that's why I faltered when I first got league. I told you, I was 43 years old, man. I was 43 years old for the first time I felt like a man. All the stuff I did in the past, you know, paying for this, paying for that, paying for this, but never really having control. Because, you know, I'm like, okay, you handle this, you handle this, and you handle this, you handle this. But like now I feel like, nah, I'm doing it myself. Like, I drove over here myself. I'm going to leave here by myself. I have no, bro, when I said I love being by myself now, because you remember I told you, like, before, before, and I'm just going back to this, because this all coming out now, so y'all believe what yeah. I'm saying. I used to always have to have somebody, somebody with me because I couldn't talk for myself. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. comfortable, like, with anybody. I, I, I was always have somebody because, like, okay, conversation going to go like this. I'm going to let them handle it, and I'll just throw two cents in, mm-hmm. and they think John on point. 
Now I'm like, y'all gonna get what I got. If it ain't enough, that's fine, because somebody gonna like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's how we gotta live life, man. Just have a good time and and take everything as a win. Even if this is the worst show ever, but at least I did it. Nah, this is, this is a great show, bro. No, at you least kidding? I did it. Yeah, I could have right. I I been at home talking trash money. Listen, you man. You chose to come over here in the goddamn lab. You feel me? I and as, as, much as, as much as you said that you are proud of us and what we're doing this platform, personally, I know I can speak for Spikes. We proud of you and I'm proud of you of where you've been the heights you've made it to from when we first started, like you said, 18, 19, to where you are now. Your journey's not done. The obstacles you've overcome, the obstacles you're still facing that you will overcome. So, bro, brother to brother, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. No, you you got me to you got me to break down on the first time on the lounge, bro. I apologize. It ain't no apologies needed, man. I, hey, I, hey. I, I've done worse. The better, <laughs> I done worse to better people. I've been. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. <laughs> it's all love, man. It's all love, hey, man. Hey, bro. Nah, nah. Like like real talk though, man. Like it, it, this has been a great experience, man. And, you know, yeah. just being in the comfort of a uh, comfort of behind the mask uh, because there's so much stuff that we could have talked about. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're only scraping the surface. Yeah. And I think y'all doing a great job of just giving people a voice that don't really have one. Or, and a lot of people are not comfortable talking in yeah. the other regimes. I'm comfortable around y'all. Like anybody else, it'd be super hard. But, you know, y'all just keep doing what y'all doing. And, um, you know, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing to more people than you think. I have a lot of people be hitting me up, be like, Yo, you watched Behind the Mask? I said, no, I watched it. I know them motherfuckers. I don't watch them. Yeah, I seen that LTC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, no, it's, it's a lot of stuff, man. And, and, you know, small things go a long way. That's why I like the little snippets y'all have on Facebook and yeah. stuff like that. Because, you know, sometimes you can't watch the whole show. But right. the little snippets will give us enough. You know, I'm like, oh, man, that nigga great. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, like knowing y'all. So it's, it's even like, it's to a whole nother level when you know a person personally and you see them, you be like, man, yeah. they, they enjoying life. And then it, like, that's why I say y'all help me, because I know y'all personally. Mm. Yeah. You know, a lot of other athletes that be on doing the other stuff, I don't really know them personally. I can't call them on the phone. I can't text them. Yeah. Mm. Like, y'all, I can text them. Like, I'm having a bad day or yada, 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 or whatever, whatever. You know, I know what it is. So it's, it's, a, it's a different thing, because, you know, especially, like, and see, both and both y'all are well-known in Atlanta. When I said people know y'all faces, they know y'all, period. Mm. You know, you used to have a whole restaurant. In yeah. there. So, you know, people know y'all. So when people get to interact with y'all on TV, it feels good. Yeah. Because they know y'all being 100. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. a lot of times it's just for show with some people. You know, they got to get ratings and stuff. But y'all do it because y'all love it. And I think that's what people see. And it's, it's real. You know, it's hard yeah. to get that in TV these times because so many people want to do extra stuff to make it look spicy. Mm. Like like you told me off top, ain't no damn script now. Like don't yeah, yeah, like no script. Yeah. We don't do no damn script, man. Like, take job. Don't do that shit, man. Like, if I see something, don't say no shit like that. No, no look, man. This ain't no script now. Don't have us looking like this. I say, oh man, my, you know I got you, bro. You ain't no script. Yeah. I say, shit, it's straight, straight off the hip, man. You can't get no realer than that. And you and somebody telling you that, that, that that's love right there, bro. Sure. Yeah, man, bro. We. I mean, I would love to follow up with some, but really don't, dog. But yeah, two, I think two closed it out proper, man. We appreciate you fact, taking bro. everybody behind the mask and 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 giving us that great plug just because you know we good folk. Exactly. And then what we do is we 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 try to, or I can't even say we try to. Yeah. We've created a platform to allow us to be able to 
share our story from our own perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think you you can't sum that up no better than calling that behind the mask. Exactly. Exactly. Behind the mask.